Welcome. I'm the Parliament Raven. Welcome. Pull up a chair. Pour yourself a cup of tea. My name's Jason Rodriguez, and I'm the Parliament Raven. Today we're going to look at the idea of being resolute in a resolution since it's a new year. But I'm going to start with a small bit of, of the Parliament's history here, right? Since I'm the Parliament Raven, and this is kind of like a Parliament thing, I guess. <laughs> uh when I was asked originally to start this podcast, it wasn't in this form. And to be honest with you, it took me three years to sit down and really come to grips with putting this podcast together. I had to be resolute. I had to make a resolution. So at the beginning of this three-year process, I began with an idea and I resolved that I would do it. Now, I did have someone pushing me towards this goal. And at the end of that, uh, we decided to go separate ways, uh, which happens. But I still had that goal and that pushing uh, to finish this goal. Now, that's not always the case for people. And with resolutions or resolving to do something, it does help to have someone not just cheering you on, you don't need just a yes man, but pushing you, saying, hey, you need to do this. Uh, and it has to be somebody who has some importance to you, because if it's somebody who doesn't have any importance to you, then you're really just going to ignore them uh, after a certain amount of time, because they don't have the intrinsic value or can't speak to you where you're at, right? And as believers... In today's society, uh, where we are inundated with media and video and uh, news that's all negative, holding on to something to resolve to and accomplishing it is a creator of happiness and joy that helps steer you on through trials and tribulations and troubles of the everyday life. And as a believer... Of Christ, we know that the troubles, even if we accept Christ, as as I have and as some of the parliament who is listening and, and drinking tea with us have, uh, that doesn't mean that everything is immediately going to change. Does it mean that it sometimes does change? Yes. Does it mean that sometimes there's a radical miracle and somebody somebody's life is dramatically changed from, from addiction or being healed from something? Absolutely. Miracles happen every day around the world. That being said, we as believers have been given a brain to seek out knowledge. We have been given discernment to delineate what is good from bad. And hopefully we have cultivated both that discernment with wisdom. Hopefully we've gained street smarts and book smarts enough to wisely use these skills and talents to do things, such as creating a resolution and resolving to do it. Now, resolutions have a long history, New Year's resolutions specifically, that go all the way back to Babylon and probably further before even we started writing things down. And 
that is a completely different topic for a completely different discussion at the parliament here. So we will leave that for a different occasion and continue down this track where today's society and today's New Year's resolution hasn't changed much in over 80 years. Um, I'm looking at some articles who've done research and in 1947, the uh, Gallup poll was taken, and the number one was to improve their their disposition and be more understanding and control my temper. Uh, yes, that hasn't changed much, right? Uh, stop doing something like smoking or eating too much. Um, get organized. Uh, be more efficient. Uh, these are things that from 1947 to this day, probably are still some resolutions. But being a believer in Christ, we have a few things that help even more. First, we have a plethora of people, hopefully, hopefully we have a plethora of people, of believers to help us. Uh, We also have uh, who we are being spiritually reborn as a new creation. Second Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation. Behold, all the old is gone, and the new is here. Man, such hope, right? All the old is gone. Now, it doesn't mean you're not going to slog out of that old, just like a butterfly out of a cocoon, just as a snake sheds its skin. As a new creation, as completely new, you're growing and having to deal with that growth and change that comes with the metamorphosis of being a believer. But you had resolved to do it, if you've already been a believer, or if you're just becoming a believer, you resolve to do it, and you start seeking out how to do that. Just like every day, we resolve to do things. So it's important that we cultivate this skill just like we cultivate so many skills, so that we can be successful and happy and leave legacy for our children, right? We want to be a body of believers that not only leaves, well, let's go even beyond our children, but leave a legacy for the world as believers, even though sometimes the world, or continually the world, bucks us and says that we're a problem. But, when push comes to shove, we have the evidence that though the church has made mistakes in the past because it's made of people, it has done more good than bad. And it's interesting how people judge the church and judge our beliefs, but don't look at our, our word where even some of our founding Heroes had problems. David had problems. Solomon had problems. Uh, we can go down the list, <laughs> right? All the way back to, to Genesis. There was problems. Uh, the very first person, Adam, had problems. <laughs> Eve had problems. Uh, resolving these things... Uh, We know that we have a God that helps make things better, right? He makes things better. Now, 
speaking of New Year's resolutions, I don't believe in them. I think it's a great idea, it's spunky, it's tradition, but it's not practical to just make a resolution one day out of the year. It makes no sense to me. Just like Valentine's Day, where I celebrate the love for my wife here in America, doesn't make sense to me. I should celebrate her as much as possible, right? Yes, there's a great holiday. Cool, I can buy stuff. But if I'm not doing that every day and cultivating the love between me and my wife and showing that I choose to love her every day, there's a problem. If I don't resolve to grow or hit my goals every day, there's a problem. If I just make a a resolution, I'm not going to do it because I don't have the skills to back up and be victorious in that resolution. So I find it kind of silly that without uh, practice prior, we expect to be able to do something uh, and do it well. Uh, you know, for instance, weight loss is a number one thing, right? It's it's a frame of mind. It's a frame of thing. No, it's a lifestyle. Losing weight and, and exercise and all that and training up one's physical form is a lifestyle. And if we're not training up and doing things to create these lifestyles, then we are not living to the fullest nor are we being successful in what we want to do, which is going to cause us anxiety, stress, fear, things that are not, it's not supposed to be in a Christian life. I'm not saying they're not in a Christian life, but we're overcomers, right? And as overcomers, we have the ability to succeed where success seems nearly impossible and to be content where people would not find content. We are the foolish things that confound the wise. So, let's uh, let's continue forward with this idea that resolution should not be a single day, but it should be something we continually do and continuously succeed or fail at. All right, I'm going to bring up failure. I bring up failure with my students. I bring up failure with my friends. Failure is a part of the process. Failure means that you're making progress. You're either learning how to do it wrong, you're learning that you're doing it wrong, or you know that there's something you can improve upon, right? And in failure, we know if we continue on, if we get up, if we have the grit, then we end up growing and succeeding. Failure is fine, right? As long as we shake it off. Philippians... Uh, says this, I can do anything or I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, right? We can uh, meditate on that. But with failure comes the overbearing, unwelcome uh, thing of fear. What if I fail again? What if I never succeed, right? That self-doubt in your head, that's not always the devil, right? I think sometimes we speak louder in our own heads than any devil can speak. You know, uh, I think a devil might just whisper, hey, what if you fail again? And then let, lets our mind run free. Wow! 
And sometimes it's ourselves, or sometimes it's somebody from our past who said that we can't do it. And the, the voice in your head is the voice of that person who did it. But I have a remedy for that, because fear is at the core of that. We have good, strong wisdom in the word to conquer that. Now, it was interesting as I was doing this research, the movie Dune has been out uh, recently and it's become quite popular, Dune becoming popular again. It's been something very that had an impact on my life growing up and has an impact now uh, on our culture as a, a new movie phenom. Uh, and in there, there's something called the fear litany, and, and it kind of goes like fear is the mind killer, fear is the little death that brings total, obliv- total oblivion. I will let it pass through me. Uh, I don't have it fully memorized. But I found in the research that we too, Christians, have our own litany that's stronger and better and gives a reminder that we could overcome. And it's in Isaiah 41.10. It says, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not, be, do not anxiously look about you, for I am your God. I will strengthen you surely. I will help you. Surely I will uphold you in my righteous right hand. Memorize that. That is great. That is, that is a mantra right there to remind us not to be afraid and that God's with us at the same time. What better thing to overcome any adversity, right? Let me repeat that. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about you, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, surely. I will help you, and surely I will uphold you. Right? Surely I will uphold you. And then he finishes off in my righteous right hand. All right? I mean, you can stop, and surely I will uphold you, right? Because that's a promise. The God who created the universe is promising to uphold you in overcoming things. Do not fear, for I am with you. And though you might see me, and though you might feel me, and though though the your mind is saying, hey, you're going to fail, or hey, what about this, or hey, your resolution sucks, you're not losing a single pound, I will not fear. Right? For God is surely with me. I will not anxiously look about. For he is my God. He will surely strengthen me. He will surely help me. And surely he will uphold me. Wow. Man. And discovering these things later on in life, I was just like, well, I wish I knew this when I was 16 and afraid of, of all sorts of crap, including failure, right? But even some of those things today come with us. So let me encourage you to make a resolution today. But in so doing, make take steps. Set, set small boundaries, small goals, so that if you fail along the way, you just go back to the previous step. And each little goal, each each. Success will lead you to the ultimate resolution that you're looking for. And do this daily, weekly, however many times you need to do it. And adjust as you fail and succeed. Right? For we are human, but we are new creations. And just because 
this is something that we don't normally talk about or practice, doesn't mean we shouldn't. Wisdom is wisdom, right? Truth is truth. And since Jesus is in the embodiment of truth and wisdom, it is ours by inheritance. So all truth is our truth. All wisdom is our wisdom. And we discern what is good from bad. And so when there is bad stuff in there, we cut it out. Right? Just like if there's bad stuff in our lives, we cut it out. Or hopefully you cut it out. And if you don't cut it out, find the help to cut it out. Because bad stuff is not good for you. Right? And hurt people hurt people. And we don't want hurt people. We want healed people. And we want courageous people. And we want loving people. Right? We want a kingdom of family. We want a parliament of friends. So, that's it. Short short discussion today. I was going to say message, but I'm not a pastor at the moment. And I'm not preaching. And... This is just a discussion. Take it from it what you will. But let me encourage you. If you fail, get up. Try again. If you haven't dreamed, dream again. Resolve. Be resolute. And till next time, have another cup of tea. Thanks. If you enjoyed the conversation, please hit the like and subscribe button and give us a rating. Also, if you'd like to see what's going on with more of the parliament, please visit gravitas.org. Also, intro music by Russ Budgen and exit music by Arnav Siravistav. Thanks again.